1: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
2: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Courtside Fracker. I'm joined by a few good men. Go around and introduce them. Sai, how's it going, mate? I'm good, brother. I'm good.
3: Good, good, good.
2: Yes. How you doing, man?
3: Doing a lot better. Three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, it is
2: Harold. <laughs> Harold, how's it going, mate? Yeah, been better. I'm alright, man. I'm alright. Yeah. Um. Uh, ne, how you doing, man?
4: It's not bad for me, man. I'm neutral am song. Just, runner, so just enjoying good, the man. carnage. I'm coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just uh, just yeah. The <laughs> <laughs>
3: Great. You. Oh, so, uh, well, before we. Sorry. Who is Mario, you're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> At least next year he'll have someone involved and he'll have some skin in the game, yeah. <clears throat> but this guy just taking shots out everywhere with nothing coming back is, is a disgrace.
2: I'll think about it. I'll think about finding a team this summer. I just I just like the I just like to watch. It's not the same for me. Um but um since you've decided to kick off the season, yes, it would make perfect sense to start with your
3: Celtics.
1: So Well uh, no, before
3: we go anywhere, side mate, sorry about that, you're all right as well. You're good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Don't want to leave him out. Don't want to leave him out.
2: Um, uh, your Celtics lost uh, 100 to yesterday to the Raptors. The series mm. is now tied at two-two. Uh, the last mm. time we spoke, two-nil up. Um, mm. yeah. How ha- how are you feeling? Let's let's first of all talk about that
3: play at the end of game three. What well, is the thing, isn't it? It's like it it started. It, it wasn't last night. I think last night was. Last night, and we'll discuss that in a bit more depth because I think that was that was the game that has really directed what will happen. But yeah, game three. Um, if I'm being perfectly honest, right, and I do want to contextualise everything first before getting into my fan bag and being vexed. Second, right? Let's contextualise things. Just start big picture of the series, right? Everyone had this six or seven. Everyone. Everyone had this as the tightest series to call, I would say. Um, I said Celtics in six, then Haywood got injured, and I went Raptors in six. And I think the margins are that difficult, and I think last night we'll talk about, but has kind of validated that a little bit, and I'll get onto that why. So when we were 2-0 up, listen, first one was a bit of a blowout, second one we nicked it, because... Marcus Smart is my favourite but he's not hitting five back-to-back threes every week, right? So it was a bit of a bit of a swing there. Now, third game has done a complete inverse. I think we were the better side in the third game. I think um, they just got hot in the third quarter of game three. But I think we were the better side. I think down the stretch, we kept nicking in that lead. 0.5 seconds, Kemba, unfortunately for him, goes on an iso move, probably the best I've seen him in a Celtic uniform in terms of one way, the other way, back, forward, crossover, little dime through a crowd to Tice for a dunk. 0.5 well, seconds a great thing. left. That was a great, a great play. play, and no one will ever talk about that because of what happened next. Mm.
2: What happened what next? I've, know, I've, I've seen it enough times already, to be honest, man. I ain't trying to see plays that end up for the losing team, man.
3: It shouldn't have. It shouldn't have. 0.5 seconds. Uh, Toronto get the ball, um, ready to inbound the ball. Taco four comes on, 7 6, uh, trying to block that Lowry inbound pass. Like has been talked about online a lot, this doesn't happen regular season because with the bubble, man has a flipping triple jump run to, to, to get this pass in. He hits it over, Taco. For some reason, which are still unbeknownst, OG Ananobi is completely free and open on the far yeah, side I think that I think, I think that,
2: that no, makes no, up of no, no, no. Brown and Tatum, isn't it? I think this is, is it. I think is, Tatum, is Tatum Brown Tatum is, is smart.
3: There's Tatum was telling Brown to
2: go to yeah. Ananobi, and I've got the man in under the paint. And I think Brown just yeah. missed it. And the end. OG, like he said, and the thing is, and listen,
3: Brown get, Brown was, a, was an inch away. But at the same time, you can see him late, and he's late to get there. And it's an open three. And if there's one rule with 0.5 seconds left, it's just delay. It's just slow that down when the inbound pass comes. You can't be allowed to get that bucket in. He's good in that corner and Nanobi. As soon as he got it, my heart dropped because it just was completely wide open. And they get the three and they win the game. And now this is the thing, man.
0: Wait, wait, yes, yes, sorry. Before you go on, I have to stop you there. I don't agree that it was a bad play from Celtics at all.
3: Because, I don't think it was I don't think it was a bad play. I think it was a miscommunication at the highest level that if you if you drop it off, then that's it. Listen, it's a good pass, but it's a high pass to an open
0: shooter. Why? If you're if you tight up, I don't great. mind him, Man, I'll get your two. Cool. No, but the thing Go is, the so, so, cool. but then but then yes, I saw it as. So okay, I get the mix up, but that's like I mean, we're talking milliseconds mix up. But before that, the aim was to double up on Gasol, so he doesn't get an easy two. Because that's what that's all you can do in like in half half a second anyway. So, I thought they always said, and you heard after the game as well, had Stevens speak on how Taco Fall's man was actually OG's, and he left him open, obviously, because he's, he's the one guarding the, um, mm. the ball. So, was, man, yeah. it was, it was, so, I find it, I think it's really, really harsh to get onto, get onto the Celtics. As a Listen, it's not, the- it's
3: not necessarily getting onto them. I think it's, this is the thing. This is what defines the series, right? Jalen Brown called it a fucking disgrace, in his own words, after the game. Um, I wouldn't call it that. I would just say oh, no. this is the tightest series, this is the last 0.5 seconds, this is the elite level of basketball in the world, and these are the margins on which things are decided. Yeah, and right. you, you can't need do that. To be so militant in those moments, listen, even if you just even like listen, the two you, you Take the t- take the two, delay the two, yeah, exactly. 0.5 seconds.
0: Because I was not getting that shot off under. Yeah, but that's uh, hindsight, um, though, man. No, yes, but that's hindsight. No, no one's hold
3: on, hold on okay, no, no, You say hindsight, right? You say, you say hindsight. OG. But would you leave, would you leave anyone wide open with 0.5 seconds left?
0: Okay, you say, but look, there's context to it as well. So you've also got a man whose wingspan is probably about eight foot. Over a six foot six um a six foot Kyle Lowry, he has to ping a ball almost like almost like a quarterback, almost like a, a throwing or a line out in rugby, all the way over to the other side of the court. You're taking your chances with half a second
3: left.
4: You are, but I'm it's literally, about everything, but you know bar three. literally on, everything. On bar that type
3: three. of thing as well, by the way, on that type of thing, listen, last night as well, that much I think Stevens maybe being a bit too cute. I think if I... It's 0.5 seconds. I think if Lowry just plays a normal little pass to someone who needs to... Who's in the triple threat, who needs to spin and take that time, I almost feel like that's more guardable than... than, I don't know. I just feel like... like All you
2: can really do in 0.5 seconds is to just touch it and it has to leave your hand straight away. So, obviously, as he sent that across and nobody's close enough to OG, he already has time to... Like, it's ridiculous. The ball's hung in the air. Okay, it's coming <laughs> to me. No one's around. Okay, let me set my feet. Boom. I, I agree with you completely. And the fact that within the play, Tatum clearly indicates, to me anyway, to Brown, go to OG, and I mm-hmm. will slide over, and Brown misses that, means that that was a defensive, that was a defensive mix-up, like you say. It was a Brown,
3: It was a lap. If, if
2: Brown was just that little bit closer, that's, he's touching it, or he's disrupting OG's rhythm. And like we saw last year with the Bucks against the Raptors, when you're so close to 3-0 and then obviously yeah. 2-1 and now 2-2, it turns the series completely...
1: This is the thing,
3: man. And I, listen, I think this is the thing. We could go around the houses on, on whether the play... Uh, attributing blame for the play. Obviously, you have to credit Lowry for recognising it. And then, I don't you know, you know if he has a... 4-1-3, right? What That's I will I say, though, is... What, what, but, what, but, what, go on, like, go
0: on. Sorry, sorry, guys. What? What? I, what I will say is... You know, it's so funny because we're talking about us speaking more and now, we're talking over each other. Um, what, what, what I will say is that, like, this, if people I'm more inclined to give raps to praise, but if people want to blame, or you would be, or, you're a little gonna be later, boy, No, to let, me finish,
3: let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. Oh, I bro, think bro.
1: you were the first one yes, to send a message the
3: next morning, bro. It was yes, yes, yo. yes, yes, relax, 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 relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes.
2: relax. Your <laughs> head loss. <laughs> <laughs> you give praise to the
0: Raps. In the words of Gary Duffer, your head's gone, mate. Your head's gone. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Let me finish oh. So, oh. i will saying. I'm more inclined to give praise to the Raps. However, if you want to cri- critique the Celtics on that play, just go man. Why are you playing zone? This, this, this is it. This is what I don't understand. I this would I say. say. Just go man and give up the two. That's what I would say.
3: It yeah, I, mean, it, I guess the argument is Raptors, in up until that point, not great. From three, listen, we go around the houses. The point is what Moreo has led to is that that moment has completely flipped everything. Momentum, mentality. And this is the thing. You talk about, they talk about, yo, it's just another game and we go again. And Sunday league shouts right. of nil-nil, lads. It can't not affect you. It can't. Those Celtics players were in a place, psychologically, where the series was won, they were looking. They were looking at the next game. They were looking at uh, the next series. Three 0 is done. Now they come into a game last night, and I think it's evident looking at the two teams last night that one team is dropped and and is taking a little hit. That it's only two one, and one team has has looked at the end of the line, seen that they were out, have been given a lifeline, and came out last night. With the massive points approved right, and they immediately, immediately their their um, three point started dropping. They were thirty eight over thirty eight percent from the field last night, and they just the defense, the defense straight away, first five seconds of the game last night. Tatum is is triple teamed, right, and it was just a statement of look, we're on it now. The Raptors, Mm -hmm. we are on it now. Um, The Celtics. On the flip side. Are, uh from 3 i think we're about 20% for the night right so listen yeah, if we go yeah, well, play yeah, Jaylen, and Kemba, night, we'll get to jalen cuz i think this is where the point is in, in terms of how the series decided but jason 1 from 6 Kemba 1 from 6 marcus 1 from 6 jalen 2 from 11 and you say 11 but they were good look you, he he took the right looks they just I weren't i respect him dropping. for keep shooting man he didn't Me stop too. Shooting. and and the Raptors defended so amazingly.
0: Well. By now, you know.
3: But it's also <laughs> listen, this is where the Jalen Brown thing is a problem. In that it wasn't just it wasn't just his shot off. For the first game in the entire series, he's allowed Siakam to creep in. He's mm. allowed Siakam to get about ten points in the post, maybe a foul as well, which was not happening for three games. Jalen Brown has Siakam on smash. He had nothing about him. Now he's thinking a couple shots, a couple mid-range, and he's winning in the post. And now this is where the Haywood issue comes in for me, right? This game, with a fit Haywood, we get over the line. Because Jalen Brown, being that cold, is able to come out and able to recollect, and we don't have to give flipping 30 minutes to Wanamaker, 12 to Grant Williams, and 11 to Semi ogile we have Gordon Hayward coming into the game to completely calm things down, get some easy mid-range buckets and playmate. That is the margins of this series. That is how tight it's going to be. And the thing is, look, I think I think the Celtics, again, last night, it's like, look, we, we, were, we weren't good. We shot like hell. Uh, and we lost by seven points. And we were within five or six for the majority of the game. We attacked the paint really well. Tatum was really, really effective at getting into the paint, um, getting the hard layups. We had to work for them, but we kept in touching distance. Now, again, maybe we're at the point now where we're getting to the games where both teams are finding their rhythm and can shoot. So we'll really see who can do what. But I'm taking some solace in the fact that even despite those shooting woes, and with Jalen Brown having a game that he will not get worse than this series, he won't. We were still within touching distance the entire game. Kept them to 100 points despite their improved shooting. Um, and, and yeah, man. and, and the, Our problem is third quarters. We need to stop bleeding in the third quarters. Um, we're, we're, we're losing far too much in those. I think this is the third, third quarter in a row that we've lost to them. And that was where the game got away from us last night. But, listen, listen. It's going to be a long series. Like, it's... As much as you can say, oh, it's 2 0, 2 0, and you fucked it up. Listen, you can say that in it, but it was going to be in six, it was going to be in seven. Was, so, yeah. Sorry, mm, it just, was it, need... was it, yes, it was. No, you're right. You know, let's not take my word, let's go back to the thread. And we'll just look at. I don't know
0: what the predictions uh, were, uh, they, uh, whatever, whatever. Anyway, day six and seven, <laughs> yeah, in the group chat after 2 1, yes, is in the group. Oh, what can you say, man? Hey, guys, you remember that meme it? of the guy was bare angry, but he's got a happy face on top? That was it. Yes. <laughs> you say? You say it's 0.5 mm-hmm. seconds.
3: OG Ananobi, yeah, at the, the player of his life. The guy ever comes home to London,
2: it's on site. But listen, respect, <laughs> <Yeah. you. laughs> respect he's it. He's yeah, I yeah, to. Like, but from. I have to respect it. I swear he's from Northwest, man. We got a we got to support, man. But I did want to because got run out of
3: Northwest at <laughs> four years old. He ain't coming back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, uh, Yas has given us uh, the Celtics perspective, but Sai um, and Annie, I wanted to ask you guys about um what you think the Raptors have changed, and also Kyle Lowry. Killer Kyle Lowry. I can't think of a player who's changed their legacy and reputation as much as Kyle Lowry in the last two or, f- or three years, where he was a bit of a joke. like He, he played well in the regular yeah, the season. a choker, spending. yeah. Yeah, and then he'd have a reputation of being a, a choker. He came through clutch multiple times last year, and I feel like he is carrying the Raptors over. I think they still have an issue with um, the Celtics defenders. He's too small. Uh, Van Vliet is too small. You're on Jalen Brown. You're on Tatum. You've got Marcus Smart on you, but he's still making plays both ends, taking charges all day. Oh. So I want to yeah, I want to get you lots of um, thoughts on what the Raptors have done well and uh, specifically Kyle Kyle Lowry.
4: That's a really intelligent player, man. Like he makes great defensive plays as well. Like I mean, even yesterday down the stretch against Tatum when he was coming down the court and he got the offensive foul against him, that kind of locked in his arm. This is the experience you're talking about, isn't it? And that's why I think the Raptors are probably that like, closest series out, because they've just got championship DNA, like they won last year. And you can see the experience of the team that they know how to make plays and their clutch and the time moments. And Kyle Lowry is literally he literally let them um, lead that team. He's the emphasis of that. And um he's he's a big player, man. Like i even last year in the playoffs, I just didn't expect that from him. And maybe because he had a number one in Kawhi and that like, I'm someone that was certified, there was less pressure on him. But he seems to like really come into his role now and like, come coming to himself. Because like a couple of years ago they're calling the Bronto or yeah? or something like that. It was kind of embarrassing, man. Like him and DeRozan stinking it up.
2: Baby like, dinosaurs.
4: Yeah, That's... man. But yeah, he's making big plays, man. And like as like you said earlier, he takes the charge, he's physical. And I don't know how he does it at the age of what, 33, 34? Yeah, thirty four.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, man. That
3: guy's body. And the minute and the minutes he the minutes he's playing as well. Just it's just Man, that guy's gonna be crooked when he's older, man.
0: <laughs> Listen, guys, yeah. I I know we haven't spoken about the Bucks yet, yeah, but Kyle Lowry playing 40, 44 minutes or something like that, and Yanis playing fifteen is a mazzaline. This four is Larry, It's not forty
3: four, Harold. It's forty four after forty six. You mm. see that, You see how there's like slim thick, yeah? <laughs> Kyle Lowry is fit fat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he's got the engine for it. Uh.
2: You know what? He he lost some weight a couple of. Two, three seasons ago, but he still just has that solid base, which is why he takes those it's charges mass, so well, yeah. and he he, def- <laughs> he defends the guys who are bigger than them. Oh, and it's not I just mean, yeah, it's, it's it's not just him though. Siakam played the whole second half, played over forty minutes. Van Vliet played the whole second half, played over forty minutes. Nurse is basically seen. riding with his guys to the wheels fall off, and for me, that's how you have to go out, man. You have to, man. If you end up, if you end up going, if you end up going out and your guys are tired, at least you know that. Um, we were talking about plus minus yesterday and people saying it's a useless stat. But listen, the difference for the Bucks with Giannis being, even if it's five minutes, yeah? yeah. The difference Giannis yeah. being on the court it's, is it's, it's night and day. So those plus minus plus those plus minus, and those extra minutes that take Giannis from 35 to 40 or 41 are all the difference, man. They're all the difference. But yeah, sir, I just want to quickly get your thoughts as well, sir.
1: I think for me, the biggest takeaway for the Raps is the fact that they're unperturbed. By pretty much every situation now, like you could see, even even after going two 0 down, they came in the next game and they just had more energy, and that's that's what you need. And once you've been in the situations where you have the best record in the East or whatever, and then you go out of the playoffs, real sad, and you have that experience a few times, getting over that getting over that hump of winning a chip just changes your mentality in, entirely for. The coaching staff for the players for even the fans they'll they'll always be a bit more buoyant and they'll always have that belief um and i think more than anything else that's what we're seeing in the raps because they're not the most talented team in the in the east at the minute but they definitely have i'd say one or two hot in terms of in the rankings um so yeah man they're, they're impressive i i do feel like they came into this series a little bit lackluster Probably because the sweep was just a little bit too easy in the first round, um, but now they're in. Who did they, Who did they sweep again? The Brooklyn Nets, man. <laughs> I'm I'm unflappable too. I've I've got a weed and North flag. I might bring it out when they win the next yeah, game. Yeah,
2: don't worry, man. Steve Nash coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Switching sides like Drizzy. Cool, Trust cool, me. cool.
2: Um, yeah, um, I just wanted to quickly go around and get you lots predictions for the series. I know it's a tough, tough series to. Predict, but I do want you guys to put your necks out there. But I'll start with you, Sai. Uh, what's your prediction? How many games and who do you predict to win?
1: Still, still Raps in seven.
2: Okay, Raps in seven.
3: Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, before it, without Hayward, I said, I said Raps in six, just just because I, I foresaw like this. If Brown or Tatum do have off nights, we just don't have the depth, like an Ibaka to come on and just get three triples that we just don't have it so it was wraps in 6 now we now we've already gone to 4 i'm going to probably push that to to wraps in 7 7 um, but but it's a fuck up we shouldn't have let it happen
2: uh, harold
0: yeah i think i'm tempted to i had initially as wraps in 6 i'm tempted to go to 7 mostly because i really like stevens so i i do think he can he can really inspire the Soex to go again at least for one more game I just think Van Bleet and, and, not, not even Siakam, and Van V and Lowry have just got that confidence now. It's, for me, they're going to carry them two over the line. So yeah, Raps in seven.
4: Um I had a wraps in six before, and I think I'm going to stick with that. And i give a shout out to Nick Nurse for switching up his defensive schemes. They, you just never know what's coming, to be honest. And I think that's part of the reason why Jalen Brown and Tatum were struggling, like, these last two games. Different oh,
2: yeah. looks, two-one-two two zone, box and one, because um, Tatum was getting to the uh, rim at ease. Listen, man, he, he's one of the most cerebral coaches in the league. We've spoken about him multiple times, but he's a fighter as well. Like we say, he he came from the bottom up, so he mm. knows what it means to get here. And, yeah, you're going to have to pry it out of their dead mouth if you want to knock them out of these playoffs. But uh, with that being said, on, on to another series, which is, I guess, bubbling nicely, but we probably don't expect too much from it. Uh, the Nuggets beat the Clips yesterday, 110 to 101. Uh, fucking hell. I'm surprised. Me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Nee. laughs> nee, uh what are your thoughts uh, on the performance and I guess what's gonna happen in the series? Um,
4: like, Denver came out hot at the gate, man. Like, they were on it from the first minute. And they were hitting every shot. I think there was something stupid, like 70% from the field. Mm, so 71. Like that. 71, ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, yeah. And um, I think they just had more energy that I think is after the game, and um, they hates to admit it, but under um, a um during game one. I mean, if you think about it, it was quite an emotional seven games against, against Utah. And then two days later, you're playing the Clips. It's not, it's not exactly the best team to play after a seven-game series. So I think they came in more energy today. I mean, um, yesterday. But um, yeah, man, they were hitting shots. Like, Murray was hitting. Jokic was hitting in the second half when it dried up a little bit. Um, I want to give a shout out to um, MPJ. Because um he's been pretty shit defensively. Well, uh, he was uh, even yeah. defending exactly. exactly. for a junior defending. Exactly. Scary. He was getting big rebounds, um, he was getting steals, um he was covering the screens well. Yeah, man, he was making big plays down the stretch and I think that's what Denver I think that's what Denver needed. They wanna get any more wins in this series. Um, they just all need to be locked in and engaged, to be honest.
1: Yeah, cool. Denver Denver came out the gate and did what I did not expect them to be able to do is like 44 points in one quarter and then holding yeah, on for the rest massive. of the game is impressive in itself. Um, mm. They they lost every quarter after that as well, so it was, <laughs> it was literally just hanging on for dear life and obviously, shout-out to Jokic, proving all the doubters wrong. Uh, best center in the league. league man. <laughs> yeah, best center in yeah. the best best center.
2: league. Yeah,
3: he's the best center. Am I allowed
0: to say our best offic- best offensive center in of the league? He's, he's just the best center. I'm sorry. He's just... Yeah. He just-
3: uh, did anyone see what Jokic said afterwards? Yeah, I was uh, talking to
2: Sia. Uh, I was talking to Sia about it.
3: Why? Why do you take so? Why are you so patient? And he basically just said, "Cause I'm slow." Do I have a choice?
2: A twist. <laughs> I was, saying just, was like, sick. Was get in the post. Pivot, pivot, fake, pivot, fake. Crazy angle layout. Catch oh, your oh. breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Someone said that he plays like he's wearing flip flops, and I can't unsee it, man. Oh, man. <laughs> him bringing the
1: ball up is really... he's so
0: leisureful. Like, everything. so, but it feels
2: so majestic. Like, I don't understand. It's a madness what he does. He's lovely. He's lovely to watch. He's lovely to watch. You remember player cam, like Sky Sports back in the day? I love a bit of player cam on Nikola Jokic, just watching him plod up and down the court. That court <laughs> zinging passes all over the court. Um, I want to hear you guys' thoughts on Jamal Murray. Yes, uh, he's part of this group of young gunners we've got yeah. here. Um, what What are your thoughts on Jamal Murray? He had another big game, 27 points. Listen,
3: I, as well. I, I really like Jamal Murray. I think there was a lot, a lot of criticism at the time when he signed his extension. Uh, I think he's $170 million over the over the five years, and there was a lot of criticism for it. And listen, the Nuggets staff in front of us clearly see things we don't. Um, he kind of been marred by inconsistency a little bit and everything like that. Listen, Jamal Murray might not get mentioned the same way that the Tatums do, and, and even Mitchell maybe after this. Mm. they were Mitchell and Murray in the last series were going blow for blow. But Mitchell still kind of came out of it with more press, I feel like. Uh, I feel like Murray will just go go under the radar, I think, I think for a good while more. And um, in, in that series just now against, against uh, Utah, he was the man to go to. Um, every single game except one way, Jokic took over. And also what I think people don't really take in with looking at someone like Jamal Murray is when you go to a low market or small market team or mid, mid, middle of the road team, him and Jokic are the Nuggets' offence. It's not like Tatum, who can defer to a Brown or a Kemba, or even Mitchell, who sort of has Conley shooting and Bogdanovich is shooting around him or anything like that. The Denver Nuggets' offensive success relies on that guy. And I don't think people give him the credit that that he, he deserves for that. Um, I think he's been, he's been okay defensively in this series as well. Um, I think he's put the team on his back. He's still a very young player. And I I don't I don't hear no one talk about the contract anymore at all. And I feel like that's he the credit you can give him. Backs,
1: um I back. think
3: he's I think he's been I think he's been brilliant. I think he's just finding his shots, finding his um the shots that he can make every time, and yeah, he's he's been exceptional. First ever nugget to ever hit 50 in the postseason, and then he did it the game afterwards as well. There's a bespoke stuff.
2: Crazy. I was saying to Sai um, that he just feels more at ease with his game. And when mm-hmm. you compare it to last year's C- series against Portland, he, like you said, um, yes, yeah, he just takes his time and finds his spots. And he doesn't necessarily rush like he, like he used to. And I guess that's coming, becoming more comfortable in the league, but that's also having that confidence in your ability as well. Like I don't need mm-hmm. to just rush the minute I get space. Do I like this look? Is this a shot that I'm really comfortable with? Mm, maybe I want to come in, come in a bit to the mid range and, and let it go. Uh, the commentators mentioned that he put on, uh, you know, what they'd love to say, that like seventeen pounds of muscle or or whatever the case may be. But um, Harold, hot take, Hisonia, as as you've been you've been called in certain circles. Um, listen, you're a hater by nature. You're a Liverpool fan and and you also support the Lakers, um, the Clippers. Uh, would you have to say because obviously they're, they're everybody's favourites to
3: win? Yeah, let's go. Let's go to Harold for a really balanced and fair <laughs> view of the.
2: Clippers. I, 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 I sport don't sport. want it. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't even want it to be balanced. I want Harold to get his bile out and then I speak to knee and Sai who give some uh, equilibrium <laughs> to the discussion. <laughs>
0: Excellent, excellent. I'm glad that is that's the stance that so you have in your head. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. Okay, so <laughs> first of all, I was gonna say, I'm not gonna speak about you, man, the best player in the league, Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard. Okay, let's talk about Kawhi Leonard, fourth from 17 from the field last night, playing like pandemic P. No, no field goals in the whole of the second half. Chat to me, chat to me, chat to me. Janine's not here, obviously. I understand why now I get it. Paul George with a, with a season-high playoff of 22 points. Unbelievable, he's <laughs> rolling out. We had, we had cooking Pat Bev. Two points and an ejection, love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Two points and an ejection. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, honestly I kind of gave it. In.
2: He is tricking <laughs> us for real for real. He is tricking us, man.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, um, no no, no on, on the more serious though, like them shot out of the shot out of their shoes yesterday, man. Um clips are winning this in five. Like <laughs> I'm keeping it. <laughs> 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 oh, no respect, man. Uh, no, do you know what though? Listen, one thing again
4: though, like Kawhi, yeah, listen, nothing is
3: taking off and, and whatever. But they did like, listen. Kawhi's lower back is probably a bit sore after the last few weeks, uh, and uh a carrying man. And <laughs> Denver was just all over him. They just blitzed him yeah, constantly. Him, man. And and listen, when you are keeping the uh consensus best player in the NBA, Harold, uh, to thirteen points, then you're doing something really right, and we'll see what his reaction is in the next game. But uh but yeah, I think uh, I think we'll let Harold get, it, get this off his chest because I think he's uh, I'm, I'm, so...
1: I'm not taking that Kawhi okay. <laughs> I'm not let's, taking let's, that. let's, let's, have, it right. yeah. let's have it right. Let's have it right, Harold. We're talking about, like, you're, you're part of the Bronze sexuals, as the group likes to say, and my man has ditched one of his go-to attributes, the mid-range, right? LeBron has done that. Kawhi, even when he's not shooting... Pulls so much attention to himself that he gets other guys involved. We're talking about a team that was down like by, by like what 20 in the first quarter. they pulled it within nine. so like it's not, it's not something to laugh and joke about. I know that's, I know that's the brand, but <laughs> right, wait 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 you know what? This is reminiscent of. The
0: Spurs semi-final against Ajax. So you're telling me, ah, we lost in the final, but we came back and we almost won, but you still lost. But we all. Won. <laughs> but
2: you, you know, you know what, you know what it is. It's when you deep, um, it's when you deep dive into the numbers. So again, you said four of seventeen for Kawhi. Um, they were twenty of twenty-nine for the free throw line. Lou Williams was zero of six from three. Paul George was seven of nineteen for twenty-two points, which is pretty good for him in these playoffs. But, <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, essentially, they're not going to have that many of their guys be off. And from where the Denver Nuggets started and lost every subsequent quarter and only won by nine points. Like nine points, the difference is Lou Williams making a couple of his frees, um, and then you've got a three point game. So, yeah, I was saying to Cy earlier the margin for error that the Clippers have in this particular series means that. Yeah, I don't really see see it going more than seven. And I think I think listen,
3: I get that the bubble you wanna you know on maybe a time restraint or whatever, but this series has been killed by by the NBA in terms of the turnaround of of games that they forced Denver through. And okay, yes, you're going to seven or whatever, and they can't account for how intense that previous series was, because that seven game series was not the same as Rockets OKC. Like okay, they're both seven games and tight. But that Denver Utah series was like nothing I've seen yeah, in, yeah. A, in a long time. Listen, any any Denver achievement in this has to be really seen as really commendable. And I know that's not what people want to see, but they are still very much a growing franchise. They've got mm-hmm. Murray locked in for a long time. they got Jokic locked in for a long time. They're going to get some good cap space off of Millsap, who's looking unplayable at the moment, really, like in a bad way. He's, he's done. They're going to get some good cap space off of him, bounce to um I don't know if they'll get Jeremy Grant back, but MPJ is a good little young piece. Like, I think, I think the reality is they're not going to win this series, and it's not entirely within their control. Like to the point where your gaffer is having to take Mike Malone, having to after that last series take just a a a, a break day. They just didn't do a shoot around, and he, credit to him, man. I thought it was a really smart move. Like let the boys just chill out, relax. They had a discussion about some matchups and plays. And they just let people have a break, a mental break. They just let them chill. Because I don't think people appreciate just, we look at someone like Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is one of the physically fittest people in the league, it looks like. But just mentally, these these playoffs must be so intense, especially like the Celtics, Toronto one, where you have to be on all the time, as shown in Game 3. And I think the Denver-Utah one would have been that and more. Um, so, listen, anything they do in this series should be commended. Uh, I think they were amazing last night. To be honest, against the champions elect, Um But uh, yeah, man, like it's 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 been it's 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 been marred a little bit. If they had an extra two days, I'd be I'd be a lot more excited about how far it could go. It is in still in
1: five. Still, yeah. In five. Like,
2: yeah, like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, Malone said to them, "Listen, man, everyone expects us to lose." And like you say, yes, they're they're a young side. They've got pieces. Um, they, they get rid of uh, Millsap's contract. They can get a good free and D guy who can shoot 38, 37, 38% from there
3: just to add to what they've got. I mean, with, obviously, um, good luck getting someone to want to live in, in Colorado, but, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> we'll get there when we come to it.
2: Mm-hmm, cool. All right, so I'll go on to the next one. Knee, 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 nee. Giannis fan, Giannis
3: fan. Oh, can I just <laughs> say, I don't know. <laughs> When the Yanis Doncic conversation came up in episode two, I think it was episode two, I heard the term not close a couple of times. Mm. Now I'm seeing one of them man carry them to, a, uh, to the, an inch of beat in the Clippers, and I'm seeing another man need, need a wet towel on his head and a break after, after a little excursion, so... I'll Don't do this,
2: man.
3: <laughs> Yikes. Um,
2: yeah, Yasko couldn't really said it any better. But, yeah, <laughs> as we stand, um, they're 3-0 down against the Miami Heat. Uh, Giannis is questionable with a sprained ankle. Uh, the fourth quarter of
3: game... Questionable through, with a sprained pride, fam.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they were outscored in the fourth quarter of game three, 40-13. Oh, uh, Giannis' stats for the series, 22.7, um, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, 54% from the free-throw line forty five percent from the field and fifteen percent from three, so I mean listen the question marks have been all over the box as well as they 've done in the last two seasons in the in the regular season we 've always said it 's going to be the playoffs that decide before this series started. We all said they don 't want to see the heat they don 't want to see the raptors. But how has it ended up going this this badly? I think you had uh, Bucks and seven. I, I joined you with that prediction. Um, to be honest, they'll be lucky if they get to game five. What what has happened to them?
4: Um. Well, I mean, Giannis is getting swarmed when he goes into um under paint. I mean, like I think Miami have been really good with their health defense. Like as soon as he like, and they're given no space to like run in the defense. And as soon as he like swivels or does anything fancy, trying and get to the rim. He's meant by like Bam or it's Jimmy. So like the defense has been really good. And just that um, defensively from the Bucs, they just keep giving us so many open looks because they keep playing the same defensive system and uh, they're not That's reaching right. the um, perimeter. And I think it's the difference between like the elite coaches, like the elite elite coaches and the good ones. And that uh, you can see um you can see the Raptors coach, he's adjusted after two games basically. Um and whereas the bots coach that Budenholzer. He he doesn't made any adjustments defensively. Did you
2: say say that (laughs) Boudenhoz?
4: Whatever his name is. Can't
2: remember his name.
4: (laughs) That guy guy doesn't deserve any respect right now, man. It's nasty, man. And like Yanis is not getting enough minutes, and it's a mess to be honest, man. Like I'm offensively, and they're just a bit stuck. It's a bit stale. It's actually horrible to watch. Um, It's not good, man. There's like no movement. Oh, if,
2: yeah, if, if we went into this series and I told you um, Chris Middleton would be averaging 23 points on 45 from the field, 35% from free, that Brooke Lopez would be averaging 20 points a game um, shooting 50% from free, that George Hill would be averaging 12 a game shooting 40% from free, you would have probably said that. You fancy your chances and you're,
3: you're going to... Yeah, fight. but Moreo, Moreo, defensively, right? Listen, yeah. I am by no means a basketball guru. I mm. am by no means that guy. I might even be one of the youngest fans in terms of, like, my watching on the pod, fam. But I'm telling you, yeah, from when I heard that their defensive scheme is completely built around allowing good looks from deep, I just was like, that can't be... Sustainable and that's fine across the regular season where the numbers average out and you're playing in the east, you're playing flipping the Knicks, Obi's boys twenty times a year and the Bulls and the and Atlanta and all this mess, yeah. Once it's you the are playoffs, locked baby. in against the best players in the world, and then you get Miami, who are the best shooters in the best league in the world you got to switch it up, and you can't be relying on something like that, bro. It just, like, we all said, listen, Milwaukee were favourites, but the majority of this class said Miami. And that seemed, a few, few, few people were like, interesting, okay, no respect. But, <laughs> like, on the Twitter, like, and I'm not going to blame them because it's Milwaukee who's been the defensive player of the year, MVP, number one seed for the last two years. But it's like, fam, they're the best you can and you're going to give them all the looks they want it's not going to end well. It's just not. This is stupid, man. It's mad. You don't even know how to switch properly. You don't even know how to
2: switch properly. they, don't even have to switch properly. <laughs> they haven't done it. <laughs> Why have you done How to properly? switch
3: properly.
2: If you don't <laughs> do
3: it. That's level of basketball. It, is it, is it, I think, Bud, uh, Bud, Bud or, or that guy, as uh, Nee wants to call him, who knows the look. He He's a good coach. But I think the difference in level of playoff coaching if you look across the across the East, not even across the East. If you look at the other three teams in the East, and you look at Spolstra, and you look at Nurse, yeah. and you look at Stevens, and you see the detail and the changes and the innovations and the switch ups within quarters, let alone exactly, games yeah. and series, and then you see the Bucks just sticking to what they do. With the little, the only little variation I've really seen in the first two games is well, we'll close out every now and again, but then that brings another problem. It's just a different level in terms of planning. And I think they've rested on their laurels with what works in the regular season way too much.
2: Facts, facts. Um, Sai, Giannis, where, where do we stand? He's our defensive player of the year and he's going to be our MVP. He's probably going to be out before he actually gets the award, which just give them the award at the end of the regular season. Don't drag it into the... So okay, where,
1: where do we stand with Giannis? As I said, uh, during the week, he's a seven foot Westbrook. That's That's just it. Makes a lot of makes a lot of silly decisions. It's like if things aren't going his way, he just beats his head against the wall, and it's it's a bit unfortunate to see because you would expect that. Obviously, with with the MVPs and with the Defensive Players of the Year and with like the best coach in the league, supposedly that there will be more to their game. But no, it's it's stale, it's stagnant, it's very predictable. Um, I personally had Miami in five, so I'm going to have to. Adjust mine and say they will get the sweep. Um, and again, as I said, Jimmy Butler is is the catalyst for everything good that's going to happen in this series, and he's going to be the catalyst for everything bad that happens for the Bucks because they've got no character. They've got absolutely no character. I'm like, really, man. Watching <laughs> watching game three, I think the most impressed I was was uh, Lopez pump fakes on the three point line, takes two dribbles, and then gets into the into the paint, and I'm like shit he's actually the most skilled player on that team like without a shadow of a doubt he is the most skilled player on the Milwaukee bucks
3: that's, that's rude you're rude bruv. Kind of. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean his his, his, you, don't his like the, uh, you don't
2: like the euro steps and the spin move come on man give him something, inside man uh, it's i won't give It's him
1: unfortunate anything. it's so unfortunate to have, to have to agree with harden in this situation because i've as i said there's not a big skill gap between Westbrook and Giannis, so I think it's a bit rich for him to have said what he said. But he's got a point. He's seven foot. He's strong as hell. Maybe, maybe it's the muscle mass that, that is making him gas out at 15 minutes or whatever. Whoa. It must be something because, mate, like he looks like a shadow of his, of his uh, regular season self. And it's unfortunate to see.
2: Yeah, it's I, crazy. I, I, I was 25 watching.
0: Years old. 25 years old. This is, this is peak. This is peak conditioning. Look at him. Like are you kidding me? Why is it? We were talking about earlier about these forty-year-olds playing for playing for forty-six minutes. He's twenty-five. He's younger than me. And I've, it's I've, weird though. It is
3: weird though. Like it's, it. might. I don't know. Size has come to a point about. It, like it must just be his composition because you look at someone like a B, Embiid, right? Who's held up as like the what not to do conditioning wise, and he's only twenty-six but playing like he's forty. But with Embiid, you can see it. You can see him look unconditioned, and you can see him just plod through games, and you hear these stories about how he preps. Giannis looks like the most physically competent man in the world. He's praised for his work ethic, so it's bizarre. Like, and and I don't know what the what the thing is there. Like, yeah,
1: another yeah, theory though. You know how um, no f- no family members were allowed into the uh, bubble before. Mm. You know how like boxers they don't they don't do the do
3: the deed <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> to be that fair is, though to be fair that is you know, you know, saying that, that had a baby yeah. and I know I know during that time yeah. women are just like you know what just 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 fuck off for like six <laughs> months I so, I, help, I, help I, me help me and I'll deal with you later
0: Side basically said conjugal cool visits are killing my people but <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, then then on the flip side, you got Van Vliet flexing because, because his is lawyer here, so everyone deals with it different. Some treat it as distraction, <laughs> some treat it as motivation.
0: Who knows? You know Frax, what, on, on, on more of a series, though, on Yanis, um, some, some reporters and journalists have got onto him for not, be, for not like flexing more of his superstar power and actually telling Bud, I'm going to play more minutes. So the likes of like a KD or a Kawhi or a Bron might do. So do you guys think that that's a knock on him? For not demanding more minutes, or is it a knock on
2: bud for not playing him more? We discussed it earlier. Um, I said, I think it's nikki. Yeah, I said he thinks it's petty. Um, it's, it, it's whatever way you want to describe it, it's not good, is it? Like, you want to win. My thought was the whole season, the reason he was playing so few minutes was so once we got to the playoffs, they could yes. ride him until the yes. walls fell off. And to get to the playoffs, and you're no matter what situation is in the game, you just take... He does his scheduled minutes and he comes out every single right.
3: time. It's, it's, it's ridiculous to me. Moreo, I said it in the group. It's the playoffs. It's the whole point of the <laughs> sport. Man. Yeah. What are
1: you doing about... I don't
3: get it. You're 2-0 down. I don't you're, get it, man. This is the
2: whole,
3: and also, you're, you might lose man in a year because it is. So he's, gone. he's gone. He's gone. He's
2: absolutely gone. I think it's a I don't know. I don't know. I
3: have I no idea. I think
2: I think so because even when you look at how good is their the age of their roster, how, how good is their roster in general? Yeah, Chris yeah, Middleton's 30, it's Brooke Lopez is 30. You've got Wesley Matthews like 33, 34, Cal Corva's still getting minutes, who's almost 40. Like you're looking around, and there's not anyone who can be like, who
3: okay, I if I sound for another right? five years. Who's going to go Yo, the think, next five years? I think with, with Giannis, I think once the season ends, there's going to be a lot of seismic moves because a lot of teams are really going to reassess what's happening. I'm sure once the playoffs are done and we all catch our breath, we have a whole off-season to discuss which, what and whatever. And I think the NBA could look very different depending on where Embiid lands, what Golden State do, where Giannis decides that he might want to go. Because they have to sort this out before next season in Milwaukee because otherwise it's just going to derail their whole year. But, the one thing I will say, with be honest, is he's not like these other superstars. Like his his story is different, his background is different. Even just his attitude to things, like working out with others, is different. And just the little that I have seen of him publicly and speaking publicly, because he's not really a soundbite guy. Either you do get the feeling that this youth from the streets of Athens is very loyal to the organization and and owes the organization and. Recognizes the opportunity that he was given and how he was developed, right? And I think he loves the city as well. He seems to seems to have an affinity with the place. So I think it is interesting. But your career, at the end of the day, is just it's. I'm I have no idea which way that's going to go. I'm leaning to him leaving, but I think it. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's one for the summer, man. That's one for that's one for the off season, man, because. Mm. I say summer, but yeah, the autumn, the late
1: autumn. be but uh, <laughs> that goes first. But, yeah, because we've seen, we've seen
3: crazy.
2: but has gone. man. He, he's Caron not getting another crack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it might yeah.
3: have to be like packaging. Chris, or I don't know, bruv. Like, yeah, yeah. The Brooklyn <laughs> deal is looking worse and worse every week. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that
4: decision was awful to keep Bledsoe and let Brokden go because I'm Bledsoe. Like, I don't want him really speaking to really speaking to him, to be honest, but that guy, he is so <laughs> shit in the playoffs. i really trying
3: to chat man. about man like that.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I absolutely
4: hate <laughs> like, when he has the ball in his hands.
3: The attitude to letting Brogdon go for that money in restricted free agency, it was like he was any guy. Like He had a few fitness issues, but as a Celtics fan, listen, love Ken cool. I actually wanted Brogdon to come in. The guy won a
4: 50 United that season, no? The season he left. Bro,
3: yeah, he had mm. some issues. He missed a few players. I wanted Brogdon in the off-season over Kemba, just for fit and, other and finance and other reasons. Like They were giving away a guy who can really, really aid a team and not just mm-hmm. aid a team, be a, a facilitator for someone exactly. like a um, I, I, yeah I, like, that's, I, It's just one of those deals where people weren't sure on it at the time and it's ageing worse and worse and worse and worse.
2: It's, it's, it's scary. Just a couple last bits on Yanis. I was uh, listening to the podcast. They were talking about him, and you mentioned his character. And I think what you were saying is that from his perspective, you cannot be the face of the league until you've won a title. So for him to be like back-to-back MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, but he hasn't actually won anything for his personality, he just it doesn't sit. It doesn't necessarily sit right with him. And um, second, yeah, Brogdon. I mean, he was efficient all over the floor. He could play make. And he could, get to, he could get the ball and he could drive and he could get to the rim. That, that's a skill set that don't, nobody else on the, the box really has. And when it comes to the playoffs, it, it, it's damning. It's damning. So, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what's happened because they've, they've almost regressed now. It's almost like once everybody figured out how to beat them, this roster, as it is composed, will not win a title in the East. He's going up against teams that have the exact component of players and um, coaches that will negate any sort of advantage. So, yeah, seeing what they, they do to try and keep him because they'll have to make a big, they'll have to do something like, okay, we want you to stay. This is what we've done. Yeah, seeing what they do in the autumn, like you say, yes, it's going to be interesting. Um, let's finish up with um, the last series. Um, your Lakers, Harold. Um, Gorgeous. Yeah, w- 1 0 down against uh, the Houston Rockets. Um, let, let's talk about it. What are your thoughts on game one? And, and what you want to see more of uh, going into to game two, and you want to see less of Rondo, obviously. But yeah, what you want to see more of, and your thoughts on game one?
0: Do you think I can't even get on to Rondo? Man, it was just nice to see a person dribbling up the ball that's not Alex Caruso. Um, we Alex Caruso,
3: Alex Caruso has been one of your best pieces, bro. He's out, being... out of your shoddy roster. <laughs> He's done a bit.
0: Yeah, no, not to, not to not for any shade on Caruso because he's actually a great defender. But anyway, I'm talking about him. Uh, thoughts on the series and well, so far, game one, poor Lakers point of view, poor even from the Houston point of view, below par to be honest. Knee um, said it himself in our group. Houston, Houston, basically played second, third gear and still so managed to beat us. Um, it's, I think it's quite clear what our, our problems are. So, funnily enough, us going with AD at the five was the answer against Portland. It won't be the answer against um houston it's of it open looks we're giving to uh houston you would you would generally think that there's some sort of disease around the perimeter of the court it's honestly mad so it's, it's clearly intentional the, the the aim there is is to clearly let houston shoot himself out of the game however if you're going to do that when you play bigs on the offensive end you have to dominate on the boards Defensively and offensively, rather, but you also have to get second chance points. And it also needs to be quicker on the pick and rolls, on the pickup. So when Bron picks up the ball, heads to the heads to the rim, there's the movement is so stagnant. Honestly, like everyone's treading water as they go to the rim. Bronze is there, like, okay, what's going on? It got so it got so bad at one point in the fourth. You could you could literally read the bronze lips and like the spacing is terrible. It's like there's there's literally everyone's in their each other's spaces. P.J. Tucker's is posting up, posting up LeBron. It's it's a madness. Like he's, there was a, a post on Twitter saying like he's he's built like cement. P.J. Tucker looks ridiculous when he was when LeBron was backing up into him. He was letting absolutely no space go past him.
2: I've but seen the, him do it. I've seen him do it to Kevin Durant, bro. Like P.J. Tucker, people, is, is locked in, bro, man. people people, like, people talk about P.J. Tucker, man, at the center spot. But listen. You're, again, he's somebody else. You're going to have to pry out of his dead hands, man. He's not giving you anything for free. Absolutely. And that, that's, that's the difference, I think. Just that dog. So one thing I was
0: saying about the Lakers, regardless of how bad they play, what I want to see is aggression. I want to see intensity and I want to see aggression. I've only seen that a handful of times since we've even come back
2: into the restart. So what I'm... Do you even have like, the... Do you have the roster for that, though? But that's... So I that's that you're just... This is a lot of vibes. That's what I feel from the Lakers, man. <laughs> oh, like, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's Honestly, some performances this year has made me scratch my head. I'm like, how on earth did we clinch number one seed? Like, it's it's just made me, like, so confused. <clears throat> but for me... I feel like it's just a, a mental thing when it comes to like it's just how much you how much do you want it when it comes to boards more time. So like how much do you really want it? How much are you gonna put your body on the line? What we were praising Denver for? These guys were throwing their bodies apart in um in the first against Clippers. They look like they wanted it more. So these kind of things, I feel like put the skill aside because we clearly lacking in that from the role players. But now, how much do you want it? Give me intensity. Give me aggression offensively and defensively. If you're not knocking down shots, Danny Green. Do something on D. Like, give me something. We're playing with three unplayable players in a game of five people. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Danny Green, listen. Danny Green,
3: let's not, listen. Danny Green was, was a, a clutch siding because that was like days after LeBron come in. He was just like, I need a shooter. Danny's won a chip. He's probably a decent guy. The guy is finished, bruv. The guy yeah, is finished.
0: No. Nope. capital he was signed to be 3 and D. I'm getting no 3, I'm getting no D. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting absolutely nothing from Danny Green. But it hurts me to say, but I need to touch on it. I have to be honest. LeBron James has to do more in the fourth quarter. He has to do more in the fourth quarter. He took three shots in the, in the fourth quarter, guys. And there was a six-minute gap between his second and third shot. You know what? It's just not okay.
3: <laughs>
2: There was I forget the I forget the series. I think it was maybe in the two two thousands, maybe two thousand seven, two thousand and eight-ish. Um, the Lakers played the Suns. And the fourth quarter game, I think Kobe shot like two or three times because obviously Kobe always had that reputation of being are you always shooting? I think he did that intention. Sometimes a player's doing that to make a point. Like, listen. Basically, you look. Te- it can't work if I have to keep. He's thirty-five now, man. Like, as much as he looks fantastic for his age, we've seen certain parts of his game have regressed at this point. He-, he doesn't shoot the jumpers as much. He doesn't have the same lift that he has. I think that was LeBron basically saying, like, like I can't. We can't win. You can't just think I'm gonna put you lot on my back and, and beat this Houston team. So you're looking around and AD is he dominating enough? Is he is he dominant? We talk about how skilled he is. How, how tall he is, how elite defensively he is. Listen, I just want to ask
3: something, and I wanted to ask this all morning. So yeah. I'm glad I got a, a Zoom call to put this on the table. Not to be hyperbolic, not to shit on him or say he's crap. Obviously, he's not. But with regards to where this guy was placed in the league nine months ago, in terms of rankings, is AD the most overrated player in the NBA?
2: Yes. I think so. He might be.
4: That guy's like, never been in my top five, top seven ever. Yeah, most, were
2: put, most most people will put him in their top five oh, just off just off, he, just off of just off yeah, of, of skill set. Yeah. Exactly. Just off of skill
0: set. How how could AD be the most overrated player No, 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 player no when, I don't know, but this is what I'm saying. He when
3: all when George what I've seen about
2: this guy top, top, top five, top five, top five, top
3: five. The whole the whole move to the Lakers was they have two top five players. No one else has two top five players. He's not. He's just not. Like He's, he's
0: a great player. But he's just not, bro. The thing is, yeah. And from yesterday, I might, even, I might even get on to AD like that. Because AD was was converting tough, tough, tough looks. I'm talking fadeaway jumpers. The kind of things that we're trying to get hardened to do if we're actually going to stand any chance in this series. My, my honest gripe LeBron, you honestly, you just have to you just have to take it. Like this this is the team, is Like stop pouting. Like just accept it, my bro. And go on and do your best. I, I don't want to see you only shoot three times. People feed off his energy, AD, I think, more so than anyone else. They feed <clears throat> off what LeBron does. I need to see I need to see him more I w I can't say more engaged. He's always like he's in the game. I just need to see him. Just, just drop the pride a little bit. Don't feel like oh, I have to do everything myself. I,
3: I, I, I do you think
2: it's pride? I just think it's just like disgust. Like ugh, you lot make me sick, man. When's the last th- like he's he's been carrying rosters for I probably say since he's left Miami and, and when Kyrie left the, the the Cavaliers, he's basically just been carrying
3: scrubs like deep into. Is the, this into roster the worse? Is this roster worse than his last Cavs roster?
2: Well, you know what?
0: Heisman, obviously,
2: he doesn't have anybody as good as AD, but the bottom of this Lakers roster may be worse than the bottom of the Cavs. I don't know. I think this Lakers roster is better.
0: Yeah, it it, it is better because he because there's players that have gone on to actually play decent basketball. Um, Lance. Uh, Jay Crowder but when they were playing for Cavaliers they were looking like a bunch of Dion Waiters it was a mazzaline so we have to, we have to remember that when these guys are actually playing for the Cavs compared to now, now, now I'm, I'm, take, I'm still taking Lakers
2: Okay you, you say that I'll ask you a question though. do you think sometimes the way LeBron plays leads itself to him being so much the epicentre of his team's offence that guys aren't ever really able to get into their rhythm and, and, and have again, we talk about players getting reps in the regular season and then being needed in the postseason. The only player that I've really seen him give a fair share of the board to over the last five years is Kyrie. And that's because Kyrie's one of the best scorers in the league. But when you look at all these guys, if there's a recurring theme of players playing with you, then going elsewhere and looking better. I think that says more about the situation they were in with you than than those players themselves. I think it can't just be random luck that these guys are looking poor with LeBron. Now you've got Jay Crowder is contributing very well for um, the heat in in the playoffs. Listen, man, LeBron has to look at himself. Obviously, Avery Johnson didn't come in. Avery Johnson was probably their third best player this season. So that's a big, big loss. Kuzma, I asked you a lot about Kuzma. Avery Bradley, sorry, Avery Johnson, you know. Wow. Uh, shout out Avery Johnson. Uh, Avery, Avery Bradley. And then look, Kuzma, what are you? Are you good? Are you not? Can you
1: shoot? Can you well, not? Like, really what song. are you? What? <laughs> Kuzma just brings the beers to the party. That's what Kuzma does.
2: That's you know what
1: though? With Kuzma, I'm
0: glad you mentioned him as well. Because with Kuzma, it's weird because I actually say him since the restart, him on defence especially, has been, he's been good. Like, for the first time... I don't, like, think,
3: I don't think Kuzma's bad, but if he's your third best player, you're in trouble.
0: No, 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 no. Okay, cool. So, look, I, I get all that For me. The offensive end, I'm not even going to touch on because I feel like you guys know my, my, my thoughts on anyone a AD and Bron. However, defensively is what I'm like, it's effort level because you can do it. Like, I just feel like it's just, it's just a case of wanting to do it. Motivation. So, last night, or two nights ago, whenever we played the Houston game one, he just didn't look like he wanted to be there. Like, after a week's rest, bro... There is no excuse, so I'm gonna need players like him to step up if we even wanna if you want to take this to seven. Because
1: boy, it's, it's looking scary hours right now for for, for sure. Lakers. I will, but, I will I mean, shoot, I will shoot the Lakers a little bit of bail. Um, they did the same sort of thing against the Blazers, and we saw how that series ended up. Yeah, it's like, it's true, it's true. And Houston's better. Houston's better, but we know the Lakers are capable of coasting and then figuring it out as they go along. That, it reason, uh, it that's
2: ends. true, but I think the difference between this series is that in no world is Portland better than the Lakers. And if the Portland ever beat the Lakers, that would have been because the Lakers, again, they've like the same way the Clippers have that gap with Denver, the Lakers would have just had to just stink up the joint multiple games. I think there are many like they could play this series a hundred times. Like, I could see in those 100 times, like, Houston winning the series 45, 50, maybe even 52. So, they have to be very careful that they do not go 2-0 down because I reckon if they go 2-0 down tonight, that's it. I don't see them going on some three, four-game winning... T- yeah, they will be in trouble, man. And like you said, um, Harold, um, Harden and Rust, they didn't even,
1: they didn't even go off. No. And you know Harden's Harden, going to go off. Harden went, Harden, Harden went off. I'd you say how did, how did Harden, he do? I think he had 30. I think he had
4: 36 on like that.
1: Oh, my
2: bad. Hard and, ooh, uh, Harden
1: went off. One of the best my games that had
2: Harden, <laughs> Harden, Harden went off. Rust didn't go off. So um, mm-hmm. there's going to be a couple of games where they... Well, yeah, Sai, we know how you feel about Rust. But <laughs> there's going to be a couple of games where Rust is just going to going to do his thing. So, yeah, Lakers, man. It's game two and it already looks like, boy.
0: Yeah, uh, but the, Ma- Marley Solis, like Sai's saying... uh. You have to think back to people's thoughts. Obviously, you had a had man like, man like Barkley saying that we'll, we'll get swept by the, by the blazers. You have to think back to the time where it was like everyone was panicking a little bit. So I want to think that, that Frank Vogel and, and, and his staff have enough. I've had enough time to look back at the footage and be like, OK, we've clearly been more efficient with the bigs. We need more intensity on D. We need more intensity on, on boards. And on we, we, why why is it 40 40 rebounds? It's Houston, like the whole since they since they traded Capella, everyone's been talking about this small, small team, There's tallest players, six foot four, six foot five. How on earth how are they equal enough on board? Yeah, it's, a it's, of, just, it's a symptom of
1: it's a symptom of the type of shots they take, though. Um, obviously, yeah. if, you, if you're shooting up long range threes and you're bricking them, then they bounce harder off the rim, don't they? So they just fall back to a guard. What is the thing I think? Yeah.
3: No, but on a, like, like you laugh me, but I think people underestimate that Houston are smart with this. Like, and then it's, there's height, okay. But people like Covington can lead. People like Tucker can box out really yeah. effectively. And I don't think that is wrong. I think they're built around those second chance opportunities. And, and can we just get them out and, and get possession back? And I think they know through being so heavily based around where these shots are taken... Relatively, where these balls are going to drop, yeah. um, so it's, it's it's really interesting because I was like I was the same. I was really interested in that OKC series about how whether, how they were going to do against Adams, and we don't even need to talk about that. He just looked completely lost, like he was a, a guy from the nineteen seventies playing in twenty twenty. Um, so so yeah, it's a funny one. I think you're right, uh, Harold, in that like you'd think that would be an opportunity for the Lakers to really win that area of the game. But I think it's just, yeah, Houston know what they're doing in that regard and, and do better than maybe people think.
0: You know what, though? On regards to... I'm glad you, glad you actually brought up that, that specific point and that then shooting free the ball bounces back to them. If you watch, there'll be possessions where Houston go up, they create their space and they, and they get an open look for a free. They break the three. And honestly, just watch the body language of the Lakers players. Their heads drop. It's like, oh, we've done all that work. They break the free, Houston collect the rebound, and they have to do it all over again. And then when they do that, they don't bother going back up to the perimeter. Notice it, please. Just give it a watch and you see it's just like you put the heads and you just think to yourself defensive
4: communication because they don't know who's going back to him to go and get a rebound.
0: Well, I mean, that's one of it, but for the fact that they're all just like, oh, I have to do this all over again. It's a mentality thing for me. Like it just do you want it? Like, how much do you really want it? Like something's gonna happen sometimes, you know what I mean? You're gonna have to defend the same possession twice, like, but. It just feels like they do it once. Uh, Houston get Houston get a, a possession again. They, they shoot the three, they might even break it again, but on the third, they're getting it, and that's it. And that's what I mean about them, about Houston staying in second and third gear. Because the Lakers are giving it to them, man. But
4: but I'm, I'm really on that point you made, I'm going big. Like, who are you going to put in? What, on McGee and Howard? You're going to give them more minutes?
0: Okay, cool. So it's good you mentioned that. So, McGee playing. So I get why it's it's an attractive prospect to to
2: Vogel. McGee Howard, that is not attractive. From I mean, you guys, will get killed. McGee Howard, AD Lebron and Kuzma.
4: <laughs> you guys are in trouble. No, like, and Dwight Howard the other day, like you talking about the rebounds, like there's so many he was getting out drunk by PJ Tucker. Like, it's, it's, just, it's just Dwight Howard though, isn't it? I mean, like, he's not going to change. Like, that guy doesn't stay locked in all the time. It's just who he is, really. He's not going to change at the age But is, old, this is this is what right, we. So. This is
3: the this is the age old thing, though, isn't it? Like, look at the Bucks. Expecting you to change, expecting a team to change from what they do and are built around is a lot easier said than done. So, expecting the Lakers to sort of forego being big and and chase around these screens and and close these kickouts and whatever, when have they done that under Vogel? So, I think all they have is to just lean in fully to, to what they've been doing. And their roster composition doesn't really allow for a lot of versatility. They've either got small, hard-working guards or big veterans. And it's one or the two. And, I mean, personally, I think they'll get killed on both. But if you're gonna lean onto one, you lean onto the one that maybe you're used to, right? But yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what they can do, to be honest. Um, that's the uh, point
4: you're making about AD, like, saying that um, he was, like, decent. Um, I actually disagree about like the spin jumpers that like, he was hit like a difficult shot, so it's good that he made it, but he's settling. Like the guy's got so much weight and height on people that are guarding him in the paint, he needs to batter into them and around them. Because like really you're settling and that's what they were, and that's basically the shot that Houston wants to give him. Yeah. If he goes into the paint and he like he posts them and like he barges them, he pushes them, it makes them think twice about posting up against him. But like that like, right now he's making it too easy for them. So well,
1: on that point, I think LeBron, LeBron and AD are basically doing role reversal. LeBron is trying to brute force his way and AD is trying to outskill. If they flip that, I feel like they'll have a lot more success on the offensive end. LeBron just driving in and trying to, trying to show I'm the big daddy and flexing his muscles and all of that. It's just tired. It's like shoot some mid-range, shoot some freeze, beat the guy off the dribble. Like, do, Use your skill. Post someone up and do a fadeaway. Like, do something other than him? what you're doing, because what Did you're, you're doing is trying you're trying to post sucking the life up.
2: out often. Yeah. to post up T- PJ Tucker? I couldn't get an inch. Not, I don't see that Same happen to Eric Gordon very so. often. Yeah. Wow, God, that's even more scary. I didn't see the Eric Gordon one. Um, yeah, it, it's good. It's an interesting thing. Sorry, think. I think I know the
3: Eric Gordon one you mean. He tried, and Eric Gordon just went... <laughs> <totally> <laughs> off him ...and then
2: up. <laughs> Oh, man, we're we're watching the last the last days of LeBron. I guess man, he's been good for so long. But yeah, let's see what he's able to do with these guys. Listen, um, the playoffs, man. It, this is what this is what we we watch for. It, it's, it's it's just it's fascinating. We've got one a couple of series that we assuming are going to be blowouts. Well, we know Heat Bucks is one, and we think the Clippers are going to blow out the Denver Nuggets. And then we've got two series that you're, you're looking to see how teams adjust on a game by game basis with the Celtics and the Lakers. Um, I love it, man. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm even if I don't get to catch it in the night. I'm, I'm waking up early to make sure I, w- I watch these games. At least catch extended highlights. Um, pleasure to get you lots of insight once again. Yes, thank you for coming through, brother. You've you've had a tough week, but Listen, you're
3: you're repping. It's it's been up and down, man. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how I am on on fucking <laughs> six days from now. Let's play.
2: Thanks, Harold. Um, tell me you ain't going to be laughing like that in 12 hours, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh. The thing is, listen, listen, this what the difference is. Harold
3: is, Harold is one down. Harold is one down. Being low, staying low, it hurts, but it, it, it is what it is. It's, it's the hope that kills you. And to be so high, you drop that much harder, right? And I know that's not something Harold understands.
0: What? <laughs> it hurt. you've had your outro piece, be quiet. Look at your head.
2: <laughs> me, as always, sir, a pleasure. Happy to have you. Um, We're going to try and set up a Discord live later Um, to, to watch the, the Bucks game. Uh, hopefully, Giannis plays, because if he ain't playing, I ain't watching that shit. I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, always a pleasure. Obviously, now your nets are out. You can just watch, do your X and O's, and just enjoy the playoffs, man.
1: I mean, I'm trying to get my head around Steve Nash getting a job, but we'll we'll save that <laughs> we'll maybe. will save later that
2: for on. we'll the midweek, that
3: mid-week on
2: that We'll do we'll that For the midweek one. On one. <laughs> So make sure you yeah. got your notes, uh, your notes for us. So, lads, thank you very much. Always a pleasure, and I'll see you all next week.
4: Sports Social Podcast Network.